and welcome to The Animated Journey, a podcast featuring interviews with animation professionals working in television, film, and games. I'm your host, Angela Ensminger. And I'm Jeff Schutze. And we're very happy to be presenting you with our latest episode, which you guys were so excited. We have part two of our convention roundtable. This is the nitty gritty of exhibiting do's and don'ts Talking with fans, customers, students, professionals, having fun and staying healthy, supplies. Jeff, how did you feel about this episode? It was great. It was so much fun talking to Alina and Casey. Just, it was so much fun. Can I just drop in a couple more hints? Because as I was editing it, I was like, oh man, I mean, we could have talked for another hour or two because there's so much that goes into conventions. But I wrote a couple things down, you know, while I was listening to it. And these are just a couple little things. Bring trash bags. Whenever I forget to bring trash bags, I'm always like, gah, because they don't always give you a trash can. They should. But uh, if you just buy some kitchen bags, it's fine. Also, keep a log of your sales. Not only for taxes, but to keep track of what merch sells. Because you don't always remember, like, oh, you know, I sold more larges at this convention of shirts or XLs or this style of print or shirt or book, whatever. So keep a log of that. That's great. And also, I found with apparel, especially my shirts, don't give too many options. When I first started selling shirts, I had... Three different colors, you know, with women's size. I had children's sizes. No, go unisex, unless it's specifically for women or you're specifically targeting that or you think that that's a demographic you want to hit. Unisex, just you aren't going to have boxes full of all these different things. You know, a woman's box, a men's box, children's box. No, just keep it to one. Keep it simple. That's my biggest hint. Keep it simple. Excellent. Yeah. So, without further ado, episode 71, Convention Roundtable, part two. So we talked about building foundations, talked about figuring out what you're going to draw. So let's talk now about actually preparing for the (laughs) conventions themselves. (laughs) So now that y'all are all veterans of conventions, how do you prepare now versus how you prepared back then when you first started? Well, I feel like it's actually gotten a lot easier because since I'm doing conventions regularly, I now have a back stock of merchandise. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know, boxes of books. I have prints, extra prints that didn't sell at the last thing. I'll sell at the next one. So when I started, it was a lot more helter-skelter because I had to make everything from the ground up and also at the same time research packaging, research how to get it there, figure it out. So I guess my regular routine now is sign up for convention way in advance. I actually like to sign up at the previous year's convention and pay for it ahead of time if I can, just so I don't have to think about it. So when I finished WonderCon, I paid immediately for my next table right out of the cash box. Mm -hmm. Done. And And sometimes that's cheaper too. They'll give you a discount. discount. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no reason not to unless you don't want to do it next year. And then about maybe six months out if I'm being a good girl and paying attention I'll start thinking up what I might want to paint for this new convention mm-hmm. if I want to do a new line a new series mm-hmm. um, sometimes I'll even think about it at the beginning of the year like at New Year's look at all my conventions and everything I want to do I very rarely actually achieve all of it but I'm yeah. like oh I want to do this for that and this for that and usually I have to pare it back and then about 
two months out, I need to start really thinking. If it's a big convention, I need to start thinking about travel plans, you、right. know, because you don't want to wait till the month before to get your plane tickets if you have to get yeah, plane tickets. Yeah, it gets expensive you know? too. And then the、it. month before, that's when I start really getting serious about making sure my merch is in stock.、Mm-hmm. And I have a very simple checklist system where I just write down everything I want to take and how many of each thing I want, and then I make. That many boxes, so I'm like, I want five of each of these mermaids that I did, and there are six of them. I'll write down all six. I'll put five boxes next to each. Then I'll go through my print bin and count how many I have, or lay them on the floor, and I'll check that many. And then I just sit up at night printing as many more as it takes to get that extra till it's done. And you have to remember to order like your sleeves and backing boards in advance, or else you get caught paying lots of shipping. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And also, I've found that sometimes my ink runs out, and it's not easy to find replacements. Oh、uh, yes, oh, yeah. yeah. I have had. I've done so many frantic drives to Fry's. So、yeah. buy extra ink. Don't skimp on ink. That's the one thing you don't want to be、yeah. caught without ink、yeah. and paper. And I order my supplies off of, oftentimes off of Amazon, but sometimes off of eBay, just because my ink has become hard to find because、mm-hmm. my printer is、mm-hmm. a little older, but it's、yeah. still going strong. So、right. I, I、yeah. want to keep using it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and then I always pack my car. The day before, I never ever pack the morning of when I'm supposed、oh, to yeah. leave. Oh no. yeah, no. The only thing you should be doing on the day you go is wake up, shower, and go. Exactly. Everything else,、Agreed. including food, snacks, whatever, should be packed ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. You should have your ones and fives in your cash box. I、mm. sometimes forget that to go get the money. <laughs> And then I, I I have gone to Target before and be like, can I have forty dollars back in ones and fives, please? <laughs> <laughs> Every place else is closed, and I didn't go to the bank because banks have short hours, and I forgot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah true. That's kind of how I plan. That's good advice. I mean, yeah, planning in advance is such good advice because,、yes. you know, being artists, sometimes I know a lot of artists, including myself, you know, we like to be in the moment and yeah, just yeah. like gotta go with it. And if you aren't planning months in advance, you're either going to be paying a lot more because you're paying,、yep. just like、mm-hmm. you said, you have to pay those rush fees or yeah, can, yeah,、um, or the hotels booked up, but you've got scalpers who will sell you, yeah. yeah, yeah, or you're going to be up till five in the morning or all night making、yep. that last. I've、print. done that. I've done all of that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was silk screening shirts like. You know, breathing these <laughs> in my parents' garage at like seven in the morning,、yeah. the day of the or like you know. all night button making. Yes, yeah. Or like yeah. I'll do it in the hotel room; it'll be fine. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. checklists are very yeah. important. Yeah, like checklists you because you will. Always forget something if you don't have that checklist because you weren't thinking on a micro level. Sometimes, like your brain was not、I、meant to、no. hold all that stuff. Right, it's a lot of stuff you have to yeah. think yeah. about.、You've、gotta write it down. Clips. Tape, or if you want to make、string. an Excel spreadsheet, then you're better、yeah. than I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just have like a, you know, I do Apple it by notes、hand. or whatever. Yeah. Well, I'll print it out、yeah. and then manually <laughs> check them off. So that's good. One of the things I was told early on and that's invaluable is buy a tablecloth. Yeah,、um, that's something I often forgot about. Yeah, yeah, because you not only need one for your table because you want it to look different from everyone else's table. If they well, even have paper, well, sometimes they don't provide or, a tablecloth,、yeah. and I forgot to remember that, so it's like, oh, oh、yeah. I need a sheet. Yeah, you know. And you need a tablecloth or a sheet to put over your merch at night. Yeah. Because otherwise, you don't want to have to take everything off your table. Right. You can just put a sheet over it. Yes. And then put business cards or whatever on that. A、sheet. lightweight sheet, because I have definitely like crunched my signs and knocked things over by、oh, having、yeah, no. a sheet that was too heavy, <laughs> like like a curtain cloth that's like yeah damaged. I usually just、mm-hmm. use a cheap lightweight 
bat sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use a really flatbed well. sheet yeah. from Target that's yeah. on my those color look, scheme that goes yeah. with my table. Really well. Those are great. And what has saved my feet, besides wearing tennis shoes or like nice oh, walking yes, shoes, or you know, with something with cushion and a heel, or yeah, whatever, not hard soles or flat soles, is get a kitchen mat. Yeah. Not only for yourself, but and for, also your for your booth helper. mate. Yes, because that will save your shins and your feet. Yeah, so standing much. on hard cement all day oh, yeah. will wreck your body. Yes. So definitely bring, I bring a memory foam bath mat. I have oh, two that's a good that I take idea. out of my bathroom when it's time. To, yes, it makes a huge difference. And as far as footwear, I like to wear flexible ballet flats with a oh. cushioned insert. So for you ladies out there, if you want to look cute, still wear flats. I don't oh. care. Like, yeah. Don't don't wear ever don't wear, wear heels. heels. Not even kitten heels. No, no <laughs> heels. Yeah, it would be so painful. And then another thing is buy one of those retractable banners or ones you can set up easily mm-hmm. and that fold do down that. or roll up. It's so great I've because... I've been doing hanging banners for Oh, so hanging long. banners is yeah. good too. I have a hanging banner just so that it's not a curtain in the back, just a plain curtain in the yeah, back. Yeah, I like to have a hanging banner to yeah. set the stage. I think of it yeah. almost like a diorama or a theater setup where you have a backdrop right. and you've got, you know... And people can see it from far away too. Yes. So the hanging banner is great. And then the ones that set up on the floor with just a little tripod or whatever... Mm-hmm. Those are great, too, because it just looks professional. You can put what you yeah. are, artist, webcomic, artist, storyboard, whatever, right. and, and found, people know exactly what you're doing. I found a banner printing company that is, like, the best that I've found, so I just want to share it because I'm just like, yeah. oh, my God, where have yeah. you been yeah. all my life? Yeah. Uh, they have kind of a, a weird name. It's called E-Signs, which is not only really dated, but not exactly what they do. I'm like, you should call it the Banner Baron because they have a little Banner Baron. <laughs> oh, that's cute. But it's E-Signs, S-I. G-N-S, I can't spell. Um, and they actually make banners. Like, I guess they maybe they started making signs or they still make signs, but yeah. I buy banners from them. They are cheap, affordable, and their turnaround time is really fast. Oh, good. That's, That's the big good. thing. Yeah. So I got myself a pole pocket banner and I just, you know, hang it straight down. The other thing I wanted to add about banners is it's often the first impression that an art director or any mm. person will see when they see your booth. Mm. So make sure it's branded with your name at the top. And make sure it's exemplary of your work, that it's your best work. Right. And I would, would advise you not to put fan art on your banner. Yes. I oh, often, no. yes. I see fan art on a banner, it doesn't matter how good it is, I will not take that person seriously. No. So yes. I, mean, I, I just I feel like I need to see an example of your design. Unless skill. you work on the show. Yeah, okay. no, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's just like, I like this, so I put yeah. this on there and it's really pretty. Even if it's really pretty, it immediately screams, I am not confident in my design mm-hmm. abilities and I don't have my own ideas. Which right. Really may not be true. You might just have liked that exactly. piece. But yeah. Put something that's very you on there. That's yes. original and right. and also very easy to read from a distance. Yes. And make sure that um, your banner art is mostly focused at the top because I have had banners before where the main focal point will be halfway down or even further down in the banner. And once oh. you put the table and the merch in front of that, it's pointless. Oh yeah. You know, it's like oh right, you can't see it because I covered it yeah. up. <laughs> that was like one of my early mistakes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can also do that kind of banner thing with the, if you get a tablecloth printed or a banner printed that you mm-hmm. can put on mm-hmm. your table. So it oh, hangs yeah. I down get one of those. and then you have your have logo. Your logo on yeah, that's branding. cute. Yeah. I usually put my uh, prints, you know, I'll magnet them mm-hmm. to the overhang of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the tablecloth or whatever. But I've seen people who just print 
a banner yeah. and have a bunch of their art pr already printed. So it saves you so much time. Like people aren't knocking should. the art off. Yeah. I prefer to have something very simple for the mm -hmm. table cover because people will be in front of your table. Yes. So if you have your portfolio printed on there, not only does it sometimes look cluttered or busy, I would prefer like a simple image or just your logo mm -hmm. and your, yeah. your key colors. I feel like right. it helps to have a color scheme yeah. that people recognize and associate with you, yeah. even if it changes from time yeah. to time, you know? Because I have this kind of, my name's Casey Robbins, so I went with like a robin's egg blue accented with oh, a robin nice. red vest red to help people remember me. Mostly yeah, I have a green <laughs> that's on my banner, on my business cards, on my yeah, you have a suite on my books. Yes. Like you, you design yeah. a suite of business cards, mm -hmm. banners, stuff that all goes together mm -hmm. and yeah. expresses who you are. How do you prepare, Alina? Because we've heard lots of really good things, so how do you get everything together? Also, like this day, I don't need to prepare as much because I have like stock. But in the beginning, I talk to my friends and they advise with prints, it's actually better if you make it your own. Because yes. if you send it out for print shop, a lot of the time they have to have minimum order of like mm -hmm. 50 or 100. And it's quite impossible and to sell 50 of the same thing. People like variety. So it's, I would advise in a good printer, which a good printer this day, it can be a few hundred dollars. You can get pretty decent printer, get some nice inject paper or even artist inject paper. And you can make really high quality prints. I like print. Epson for the printer. That's what I use. I use Epson Photoset Stylus, the R series. Yeah, so I use Epson and I use the also Epson paper. And then I would go to clear bag, get all the bag yeah. and the they backing the board. They are and backing Exactly, boards. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would prints I would highly recommend do it your own because like you can do any amount of variety. If you're not sure, I don't know how well this particular piece would sell. You can make yeah. a couples. So you can print oh just two to three because I want to try it out. Yeah. I'm not sure. And then certain one, you know, this seems to be pretty popular. You can print more so you're not restricted by print shop quantity. Mm -hmm. And then you will have a lot of extra stock from the print shop. You don't know what to do and it yeah. tend to cost a lot more. I would too. always err on the side of making fewer prints than you think you need just by like a little bit fewer. Right. Because uh, so often I've made two or three times more than I really needed. Right. Oh, I've done that so many yeah. times. Yeah. It's and then you have to, to store it. Out. Yeah, and people will come back to your booth and say like, oh, you did you want them? that, you know, do you still have that print? You're like, I sold out. I'd rather say that and then to, Here, have... I've got a hundred of them. Yes. Please take it. Right. Yeah. And then you can uh, introduce them to your Etsy shop and start a, a more mm -hmm. long-term relationship. Right, yeah. yeah. And it kind of promotes the idea that if you want something, you better buy it now. Don't yeah. wait till the end. I'm not going to have a 50% off the last day. Like No, don't yeah. do that. Get it yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. You know. And the other thing is that once you know you're into convention, I would collect coupon. <laughs> yeah. Epson, like for example, I use Epson product. Right, Epson <laughs> ink and paper. So Epson, from time to time, they will have like forty percent off back to up. school. That you stock up and that is On that coupon. I do the same with art supply and econ supply. Mm -hmm. Just art supply in general is that like, you know you need it and they're not going to expire. They're not food products. Yes. So get it. Oh, the <laughs> it can expire. So if you're buying it off of eBay, make sure you know the expiration date. Yeah. I usually get it from Epson, but yeah, I, I wait until get, I usually get mine through the. Epson. No, seller, because but occasionally I've been desperate where like yeah. they don't have it in stock. Yeah, so I always I, 
Coupon is your friend. Yes. Because you need so much、well. of those items, and they do add up. So like twenty percent off to forty percent, it make a huge difference. That will be like a few hundred dollar of difference、yeah. sometimes.、Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. pay attention to bulk discounts.、Yes. Often companies like Clearbags will offer a price break if you buy a hundred or a thousand. So look ahead to your whole year,、mm-hmm. and、yeah. if you can plan your year in advance, if it makes、exactly. sense for you, and you have the storage space and the funds to do it, you can often save money by buying in bulk. You know, I wouldn't, you know, say buy a hundred thousand of your prints because you've got a good deal. But like things that could be versatile, like oh, I will always need paper and ink. Exactly.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Probably one last thing for prep is have a credit card reader. You know, I yes. use. Oh yes. I know、and、some people、it. use PayPal. Test it before. Log in the night before because、yes. I、yeah. have done. I was doing one dollar sale the night before. Reader, and then I've forgotten the password, or I'm trying to run a sale. Oh yes. Like, I did、That's、not log into this、feeling. for the past three months. It's requiring、right. the password,、yeah. and I can't remember it. I'm sending the reset my password.、Oh、Takes like、God. a few minutes. It's horrible. So、yeah. get a card reader anyway, because over half my sales now are、uh, credit cards. Oh, so、card. much more. Yeah, yeah. 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 people don't use cash. Yeah, I don't use cash as they use money either. Yeah. And uh, yeah, sure. so get that credit card reader and do all the login. And, and also charger. I happen to sit next to people. They have a cup of charger,、yes. and they loan me the charger to charge. I'm like,、oh, thank、yeah. you so much, because most table they don't come with any electricity. Right. Or、yeah. you have to pay to be self-sufficient. Yeah. So definitely bring charge. The other thing that I used used to forget to bring all the time was、mm-hmm. a proper toolkit. So you'll want a toolkit, yes, kit with、mm-hmm. scissors, heavy duty、yes. wire snippers,、um, yeah, zip ties,、uh, Velcro squares,、mm-hmm. duct tape. Make、String. sure you have scissors, string, string.、Uh, little tools like to get yourself a multi tool that's got multiple little screwdrivers in it. Yeah, screw sometimes. Thing to fall apart. Yeah, that's where the duct tape comes in handy. Also, I like to now that I've got my act together more. I love having my price signs very organized and ready to go,、mm-hmm. so that I'm never having to hand write price signs on the on the fly. I print them out at home, cut them out, and put them into a little folio decks, kind of like you used to do with like your Pokemon cards. You can flip through it real quick,、mm-hmm. so I can see. Okay, I need five dollar one, and I put them going from one dollar to whatever my most expensive thing is. In Order so that I'm not scrambling on、yeah. the day, wasting time and energy making price signs. Yeah, I know there's two schools of thoughts on it. I tend to like price tags. I always put price tags on all my merchandise because a lot of congors, especially comic cons and geeky cons, art cons, they are very introverted people、yeah. and they don't like to ask like, oh, how much is this or whatever. They just kind of want to go. Or they, they might wanna... be embarrassed. If 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 it's outside of their price range, and、Absolutely. then they ask you, and then they have to like, oh, never、oh, sorry. mind. Sorry, yeah. You know. But I know some of the other people I've talked to at cons, they don't put price tags because they want to engage. They think people will come up and ask you, and that's a way of breaking、mm-hmm. that wall. What do you guys think? I like price tag. I do too. Because、okay. sometimes、it's、also when you have. A few talking to a couple of people、mm-hmm. is unfair for people、yeah. who they just want to look at stuff. They like something. They want to buy or, or whether they want to buy or not. They want to decide whether they want to buy.、It. They don't have to wait until you finish one conversation with one person、mm-hmm. just、mm-hmm. to figure out how much something costs. And yeah. I would much rather、yeah. talk with someone about the art. Or、mm-hmm. a shirt they're wearing, or something that's fun outside、yeah. of. I would rather open up conversations with, oh, oh hey, 
I yeah. see you got a print from so-and-so. I love them. Yeah. Well, yeah. How's the con been for you so far? Yeah. Have you done any yeah. panels today? Like, there are so many better ways to engage people in conversation <laughs> than having them wonder what your stuff costs and mm-hmm. wonder if they're going to be embarrassed if they can't afford it, you know? Yeah. And I've seen so many times where someone will be across the aisle looking at my stuff and I could see they're looking at the prices, looking at the merchandise, yeah. all that stuff. And they'll just come, say, this is what I want. Yeah. Hand me the $20 or the credit card. Yeah, some and people then leave. don't want to talk. They don't want to talk. Yeah, and some people, yeah. when they're browsing my table, early on I was very chatty and so I'd try to engage them and they would just leave because I had made them uncomfortable because they didn't want to talk. They wanted to look yeah. and mm-hmm. they wanted to be quiet. I guess it's the same mentality is it, when we go shopping ourselves in the yes. store. Mm-hmm. We don't always want to engage with the no. shopkeeper. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we just feel like, we, oh, this shop looks like something I'm interested to get something. And you just want to take your time and look. Mm-hmm. And if you see something you're interested in, you have questions, you ask the person. You don't always want to like, hey, so... What do you think? What do yeah. you think? What do you think? So you get annoyed that like, yeah. you try to go shopping. Yeah. It's like you feel like someone's shadowing you. It's like, are you right. judging me right. if I don't buy this or I pick the well, wrong item? You, you got to keep in mind, too, that they may have never seen any of your art before. So exactly. they're taking in a lot yeah. of visual information. And yeah. if you're also overwhelming them with too much talk, they might just get overwhelmed and leave. Yeah. You know? So it's unanimous. Put price tags. Put price tags. Yes. Um, yes. And I would say price tags, but make them nice and subtle and, yes. and pretty to go with the rest of your aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make don't them, just put a make them a courtesy sticker. Yeah, but not like don't get those neon ones, you know, right. for like yard sales. Do yeah. you have some respect for your brand? Or the one with the gut, you know, the <laughs> you know, make big yeah. ones so people can see. I would them consider from far them away. a part of your design suite when mm-hmm. you're thinking of your whole setup. So mine pull colors from my mm-hmm. my banner. Yeah. yeah. All right, so booth etiquette. Most of the time, it's been a great experience at cons. 90%, 95% of the people next to me have been cool. But every so often, you'll get someone who does not understand booth etiquette, right. where they're like putting merch on your side of the table, or I've had people leave trash on my table from next I've door. never had I'm, that. Oh that my God, awful. yeah. Someone, you know, they were, they had their drink. coffee yeah. drink like on the border between us, and then it spilled into my... Oh no! Do not do that. I hope they help you clean it up. No, they did not. Wow, that's <laughs> rude. Oh no! Also, if you're a popular guest and you have a line, make sure you maintain that line because yeah. when I did, you don't want to be blocking anyone's uh, anyone no. else's stuff because everyone's paid to be there. You have to give them their yeah, fair chance yeah. to be seen. I had Elvira next to me. At one oh god! Oh, wow. And at first, I was like, "Cool, Elvira, I love Elvira." And then you're like, "I'm the they guy." They did who's... not maintain that yeah. line, and it went right in front of my booth. They did not put breaks in it or anything so no one could get to my booth for and the two hours she was oh there no. then for three hours it was fine she came back for another couple hours of signing and i would just lose money i could and not if that happens yeah. say something politely talk to the other booth and say hey the line is blocking my table mm-hmm. could you please reroute it to over there yeah. or somewhere else because it's, it's blocking just yeah. say it just like that. You know, you don't have to be like, oh, thanks for blocking my table. Like that yeah. won't get you to anything. No. But if you politely express that something is hurting your mm-hmm. business, they are usually going to help you out. Yeah. And I've done that before and it's totally worked. But the Elvira one specifically, I asked them, they said there's nothing they could do about it. Yeah. And then I asked the convention not true. <laughs> to do that, to do something about it. They gave me a con shirt and said... This will make you look official. Have your booth buddy maintain the line. I was like, first of all, I don't have a booth buddy right now. (laughs) Second of all, when, you know, I called someone to come over, 
they are not going to wear a conchure and maintain the line for me. They need to be helping me with the. Yeah. Book. It was horrible. That I'm not to even going like to name a, the name a of the BS con, solution but... that they yeah. they pulled out of their butts. I yeah. don't think that's that's not how it should be handled. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, and don't put big banners that span so high or so far over that you you know your neighbor's banner yeah. is obscured. Oh yeah, stick yeah. To, stick to your area in the pipe and drape. Yeah. You can do everything you need to within that area. You don't yeah. need to go way above and you certainly shouldn't go beyond the boundaries on the side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and if ever I'm occasionally I'll have little add-on pieces that can go in, you know, bare spaces. And if ever I feel like that might be encroaching on my neighbor's space, like if there's a spinner that has kind of a broad reach, I always ask them and Mm -hmm. usually they're like oh sure it's fine and if i sense that they're not comfortable with it i don't put it there just yeah treat everyone as your neighbor do a mr rogers approach to conventioning you know for sure and then that also leads into networking now casey and actually alina you too y'all have talked about art directors y'all talked about talking to professionals talking to fans so for people that are going to conventions they're going to exhibit how do you guys talk to people? How do you have it so that your booths are welcoming places? Or how do you just leave people alone so they can just shop? I would say common sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just I like would say common sense. Encounter. And it's like even like convention, everyone has fun and there was some interesting personality. But as an artist with your table, you, are, you have to be in your work mode. You can't be in a party mm-hmm. mode. And yeah, you should be yakking talk. with your friends and yeah, and definitely language is that you you should treat that as a work environment because yeah. the attendee they can have fun, they can be in party mode, but the attendee they go there have fun for entertainment. But you, yeah, you at your table, you are in the work mode, so don't do anything you wouldn't do in any office space. Mm-hmm. So you you are friendly, courteous. You can be cheerful, yeah. have laughing, good joke, but definitely everything has to be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Just common sense. Like, and I so usually you, try to dress professionally. Yeah, as and well. dress dress in a way that's definitely. a little bit festive for the convention, yeah. but also presenting myself as I might as a, at a networking event. Exactly. Yeah, professional. This may be a little dress. bit more festive than that, depending on the convention, whether right. it's a fan convention yeah. or a networking one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is that you can dress fun outfit, but definitely say, ladies, you don't want to be too revealing. Is yeah. that mm. or you is don't want to show up in like a dirty T-shirt that's yeah. all ripped that kind of says like, hey, I don't really want to be here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if that's your brand maybe but <laughs> like let's say you're like a hardcore metal person anti-establishment maybe that's perfect for you but for me right. yeah you know, so pretty much shirt. dress the way you say you will go to a business mingle yeah like night. I think of it like a networking networking event. mingle night at a restaurant mm-hmm. or as a bistro so you and can like, drive fun party outfit but appropriate party outfit nothing too crazy yeah mm-hmm. or like when I do something like WonderCon that's much more of a fan convention I will dress the way I would when, when going to Pinup Girl or to a Dapper Day or Disneyland mm-hmm. event where it's a slightly more costumey version of right. dressed up it's but you still look professional and it, yeah mm-hmm. but it always yeah. looks very pulled together and I usually yeah. dress in colors that complement my backdrop right mm-hmm. which I, maybe that's going too far I don't know no, and I go for comfort a lot too. Yeah, because you're gonna be comfort- <laughs> yes. yeah, I once, standing or sitting in that. I once wore a corset for oh a, wow, it, it, was a, it was like a, a slimmer, and I thought, oh, this will make me look slim and yeah. attractive. And it was a, the worst idea ever. You know, be comfortable <laughs> oh, in whatever you yes. wear. Make yeah. sure you don't have to wear extreme support garments so that you're not cinched. That you can move your arms up and down too, because sometimes you'll wear something. This is more for ladies. If you wear something with a cap sleeve that doesn't have a lot of give, and you go to put your banner up, you're like, oh, I can't lift my arms. 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, like skirtling. I, I remember yeah, one of my beginning, the first time I do a convention, I not wear normal clothes, but the dress normally is like, like the one I'm wearing that's like knee, knee length. Yeah. But then I didn't realize on set up day and yeah, tear <laughs> down there, you have to bend down and climb that. up and I do not <laughs> think about <laughs> I tend to, for set up day, wear one of my quote casual dresses because I almost always wear dresses, but I have a knee length skirt that's quite substantial and won't flounce up or blow up. And then it's got pockets. And I find that having pockets on set up day oh, is a godsend ugh. because they haven't set the trash cans out yet and you've got little pieces of paper accumulating and you need a place mm-hmm. to put them. So like something with big pockets, something you can move freely yeah. in. Or you need some place to put all those little clips. Yeah. Or, you know, oh, make sure you have S-hooks. Or whatever. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, S-hooks I almost always forget about S-hooks. Luckily, I have a big stash of them now, too, but they yeah. are so essential for hanging anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always take them at the end of the con, you know, the ones that oh, are the little holding ones? up I don't like those sign. ones as much. I usually take them just so I have it, in my They're in a, in a pinch though. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Because <laughs> 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 they get thrown away. Yeah, yeah, they just throw them away. Yeah. yeah. So when art directors or people do come to your booth, how do you present your work? How do you usually go about talking oh. about your work and yourself? Actually, a lot of the time they don't really tell you who they are mm-hmm. until they, yeah. they will look at your table, look at your artwork. If you have books, they feel free. And if they like it, they might ask, oh, how do you do this? Ask some regular question about your art. Mm-hmm. And then if they enjoy the conversation, they pass you their business card. And usually that's the last thing they yes. do. And then you look at the card and say, oh. And then you go, oh. oh. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, here's my business card. But then you don't want to like go all kick out or something. You, you just stay professional. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. thank cool. you. And, and then you it's like here is my card and then if they want to buy something you sell them something mm-hmm. and then I always have an extra stash of a nicer kind of almost postcard self business card yes I do too which is not for general public it's, like, it's exactly for that kind of mm-hmm. networking if someone come and is professional they doesn't even necessarily to be a director or producer sometimes it's just a fellow mm-hmm. professional mm-hmm. or someone buy a lot and you know they're more serious collectors so I would give them a nicer bigger card just so they remember yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit extra included in their merchandise that they purchase, but most of the time you don't know who they are when they swing right. by. Yeah, that's why you want to stay treat professional and treat all the time. With treat respect. everyone mm-hmm. with respect. You you just don't know, and also you want to stay appropriate. There are a lot of childrens, yeah, and young mm-hmm. audience. You you want your language to be appropriate for the family <laughs> and the young one too. Yeah. I was at a uh, brony convention with my mom, which we mostly did kind of for fun. And the director of the show was there, and she, as Granny Smith, corrected his language because he used the F word, and she's oh. like. Now, I know you know there's a lot of little foals and fillies running around this, and I know you wouldn't want to speak that way in front of them. And he's like, oh, yes, Granny Smith. I'm sorry, Granny Smith. I won't <laughs> do that again. And I'm like, Mom, did you know that was, like, the director? She's like, yeah, I know. You <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't be saying that as kids here. <laughs> so everyone has to maintain a professional language standard, or my mom will call yeah. you out on it, apparently. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's so important to practice the golden rule at all times, in, yeah. especially in conventions where you're meeting lots of people, you don't know yeah. who's who. Mm-hmm. Treat everyone as you would want to be treated, which means to me, make eye contact, smile, say hello, ask them how the convention's going for them. And I often, if I don't know who someone is, I'll often extend them my hand and invitation, like, oh, hi, I'm Casey, which then invites them to introduce 
themselves to me. And for people who are fans, that's really special. And it kind of just opens up that conversation. If I know someone's an art director, I like, usually they don't volunteer that. Usually yeah. it is like at the end, or sometimes they'll just take your card and go, and then you find out later, you know, through the grapevine. But if I know that they're a professional, I'll tend to be like, oh, you know, what are you working on? You got anything interesting? Yeah. I would speak to them the same way I would to someone at a networking convention right. because that's what it is at a yeah, certain point, a, you know? Yeah, business a, yeah, business event. Yeah, event. Right. Yeah. And sometimes I will give, like when people come up and they seem interested, but it seems like they don't know my work yet, I'll give them the very briefest of introductions. Like, oh, I'm Casey Robin. I do this and this. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask, you know, mm -hmm. just like one sentence explanation of what you do, because they've right. been seeing so many people every day. They don't right. know, you know, and you don't have to rattle off a list of things. Just right. like, oh, I do illustrations for this and that and the other. Please let me know if you need anything. Mm -hmm. That's a good tip for people with web comics or comics too. Yeah, like I make web comics. Yeah. And here's the basic 20 second pitch on my comic. Yeah, I wouldn't even say 20 seconds. Yeah, that might be long. Tops. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they are also exhausted. They've been bombarded with things all day. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And you want to give just the briefest bit. And then if they want to know more, they'll ask you questions. Right. Right? And then you can start up a good conversation. Yeah. 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 Well, even to people who aren't in the business or even just yeah, fans or just people, attendees, you just want to give that briefest description just so they know yes. who you are, just what you do. Very brief. Yeah. So. Shorter than yeah. an elevator pitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is when your table gets really busy, this is something I learned in retail that's really helpful in conventions. If it gets super busy and you see people looking and they look like they want to buy something but you're helping someone else mm -hmm. just let them know like oh i'll be right with you just letting them know that yeah. you see and acknowledge them makes them feel valued it makes them feel cared for mm -hmm. and then they'll stick around to buy that thing and sometimes you find out oh that was an art director yeah. geez i'm glad that i didn't be like we're busy not that, I, not, not that I would ever say that, but that's probably the worst you could do. Or sometimes you just ignore people because you're tired, but try mm -hmm. to acknowledge them. Yeah. Try to smile and nod, try right. to make eye contact and verbally acknowledge without mm -hmm. making the current person feeling like they're a burden. Like, right. oh yeah, I'm busy with this person. Right. Like, just, it, all, it really all comes down to the golden rule. Just be kind to everyone. Treat them the way yeah. you would want to be treated. And people will usually understand that too. They'll be like, you know, yeah, if you're like, oh, I'll be right with you. They'll usually say, oh, take your time. I'm yes. so busy. Yeah. I've never had anyone be like, well, I'm waiting. You know, like they yeah. usually yeah. will be very polite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up about interacting with people and booth etiquette mm -hmm. is occasionally in a convention setting, you will run into someone who is either toxic or has no clue about proper etiquette. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I have had people hang out at my booth and put their backpack on my yes. table and be playing on their Game Boy while blocking my whole table mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. completely oblivious to the fact that they're blocking my whole table. It's clear that they're not going to buy anything. It's clear that they don't care about my work. I am just a table to them. Yeah. And when that happens, you have to say something. You have to be like, oh, could you please move your bag? Because I have people who are trying to you know, you're blocking my table. You've got to say something. Mm -hmm. And then occasionally you'll get someone who is emotionally unstable and wants to talk and talk and talk at you yes. and doesn't want to buy anything. They're not there for you. They are there for themselves. I had a man like make a marriage proposal to me oh and then gosh. tell me wow. some conspiracy theories. And that was completely oh, inappropriate. Oh, wow. And I was very I uncomfortable. And at that point I was like, you know, um, I'm really, I've got to get back to my work here, but I hope your day goes really well. Thank you. You know, mm -hmm. you got to, and if they then don't get it, you'd be like, look, I need you to go. Please yeah. leave. Sometimes you have to be that straightforward because occasionally 
there are people who just will cross those personal boundaries and you right. have to stand up for yourself mm-hmm. politely. But you will run into a couple of crazies and you have to be assertive with them. I used to tolerate that a lot more. And then I'm just like, no, my self-respect demands that I not have random men come up and touch me and make marriage proposals Mm -hmm. and grab my arm. Like, that's not okay. You know, that's not okay for me. Or I owe it to my fans to have my table be an open, welcoming space that's not full of people's backpacks. You know? (laughs) So... Yeah, it's okay we, to have your boundaries. Yeah, boundaries are very good. We have a, some people call them booth barnacles. You know, the yes. people that stick around your booth. And, and my friends and I have leave. a whole system for it. If we're right next to each other or near each other, we'll do the, you know, little, <laughs> you know, sign language, like, can you help me out? Or, you know, you can go to your booth neighbor and say, hey, can you help me with this? And we have a whole system where they'll come over and pretend just to be a consumer yeah. or whatever. And they'll be like, excuse me, can you move your... Because I want to yeah. see this shirt or this mm. print. And sometimes people just genuinely aren't aware. Right, they that aren't they're, aware. Yeah. And if someone just says, oh, excuse me, they'll Yeah, move. then they, it calls so right back to their sense. Usually most of the time that those yes. type... They're usually tired. Right. Occasionally you do have some unpleasant personality. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's when you just kind of have to kind of, as you would shut down any unpleasant conversation, just be like, thank you, I've got to get back to this now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question too, because I heard this a lot at previous conventions, and I want to know the best way that y'all would handle this. So, especially with more of the networking and animation mm-hmm. conventions, you know, you have a lot of students, which is great, yeah. and they want people to look at their work, which is great. Yeah. How do y'all handle it when people come and ask you guys for, like, portfolio reviews or career advice what do you recommend people do who are exhibiting and also for attendees it depends how busy the the Mm -hmm. booth is at that Mm -hmm. time i always want to take time to help out students when Mm -hmm. i can but if they hit me during a peak busy period and i would be losing sales and not able to interact with people who come to the booth for what i do i will ask them to come back later If I have a time where it's like, look, this wraps at six and then I've got five to ten minutes where I could talk to you. Or just, can you come back in about two hours? It it should be less than. If I have the time, though, I will usually go through their portfolio and try to make any helpful notes that I can. I often feel like I don't really have time to do a very helpful in-depth portfolio Mm -hmm. review at Mm -hmm. these things. But I think it's okay to ask. I would never be offended if anyone Mm -hmm. asked. Now, it's different if you were to insist when someone said, I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. Like, well, why not? It's like, don't do that. Just (laughs) if you ask like, hey, would you mind giving me some? And also tell them what you want to do. Like, hey, I'm looking to be a character designer. Would you mind giving me some feedback on my work? Mm -hmm. Because then the person you're asking knows whether or not they can provide you with that advice. Because I couldn't provide you with advice on how to be a professional 3D modeler. It's not my field. You know, and if I look through a whole portfolio and then they say, I want to be a modeler, I'll be like, can't help you. I'm sorry. It's not you. I just, I don't know anything about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's important. I do the same thing. I will tell them straight up. I am not in the industry. If I can give you advice on web comics and yeah. I do the same yeah. thing with, you know, when you get people who want to interview you for their podcast, yeah. you know, at the booth, <laughs> oh, don't be afraid. They always come like right in the middle of a transaction. Usually just that's when <laughs> that I say, way. email me because yeah. I can't remember to email them. And right. if they give me their card, it might fall under my yeah. radar. But if they yeah. email me, then I have a chance yes. in my own time to respond. Yeah. yeah. And don't be afraid to say like, I will text you when I'm available. Or don't just go. Wait, on are they time. wanting to interview you for the podcast live right there, there. oh yeah, that's come different with a camera no, and I, a usually, microphone and it's like i usually need I them to book it in right advance now, you know? because yeah. 
I gotta be ready for that. Oh yeah, me too. Because you, know? you have to kind of get I have in the to headspace compose for it myself. Too. I get shy. Yeah, and you can't just leave your booth. You no. Know, like, while yeah. Yeah. Like oh, we'll come back. No, that's the kind no, of thing like, where if they're know. legit, they will schedule it in advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if sure. it's a spontaneous fun thing, and they just want you to wave at the camera, sure. Yeah. But yeah. if they want to do a twenty-minute interview without no. telling you in advance, then they're not being professional. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. That is very true. Don't do that. <laughs> often, if you just email someone or even like, I would say email is the best way. Just be like, hey, I'm going to be at this convention. Yeah, email is always good. Would you mind doing yeah. a thing? And give them an approximate time. Right. Because yeah. I find when I'm at a convention, my schedule is often dictated for me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have a panel at this point. I have to do a demo at this point, And I can't just be as spontaneous as I might want to be. Right. But yeah. if you schedule it in advance, I'm always happy to do yeah. that kind of thing. I love doing those. And I can speak from personal experience with this because I have never done that to people Thank you. where you're jumping on people like hey there like don't people don't like can't. to be surprised like that I, I, I no. not saying you can't it's just i can speak from my own personal experience where i've met people at conventions it's always been a thing of hello it's lovely to meet you i love your work we have the show. Yes. Would you like to one day be on the show at a later date? Mm-hmm. Here's our card. That is a good way yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah. No, the way you did it yeah. with me was so yeah. well structured. It was like, mm-hmm. hi, here's what we do. Would you be interested? We're booking for this point of time. And mm-hmm. it was just like, it allowed me to compose myself and schedule myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is so important. And it's worked with every guest we've had that I've met at cons. It's like, yeah. yeah. Friendly. For sure, yeah. <laughs> don't surprise. No. Yeah. Yeah. Don't surprise the... Well, the also, the, at convention, <laughs> most people working at convention, they're already stressed. And Not just is. for the day. Yeah, they stress for a while. Yeah. They're tired. Mm-hmm. You have been stressed and you're on tight schedule. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to cover. So yeah. people just don't have mm-hmm. the mental space. And if there's something... Extra surprise. Yeah. So, and if you wanted to say you wanted to talk with someone about something more delicate or more more in depth, a convention would not be the place to do it. Instead, you should say, hey, I wanted to ask you about these things. Could we get coffee sometime? And then follow up with an email and do it properly that way, mm-hmm. you know, because they just, they may not have the brain space to go into yeah. heavy stuff with you, you know, at a convention. Yeah. This final thing, y'all have given expert advice. Very much appreciate it. I know that all the listeners will love it very much. So just final question. Any other last minute do's or don'ts that y'all recommend or any other brands of products or whatnot that y'all oh, use sure. that you love? I think we forgot about. Well, for me, for some reason, I always have unexpected accident at conventions. Something always goes wrong. Yeah. Because <laughs> more, like, this past WonderCon, the scissor broke. Is that when I tried to cut off the zip oh, no. tie? Is that, how is it? possible caesar i was bringing two broke. pairs because it's me and my booth mate we and usually need i have the hand cut broke on me at two mm. different con- the first time mm. is at san diego where i'm loading one of the wheel break and all my merch spilled <gasps> on the street oh, oh my gosh so that sounds awful uh, yeah and then the last time is last year at design con but that's on the way back the last round of loading back stuff in the car the hand cut kind of just so lesson learned always double check your gear before yeah. come because sometimes like for me at home i will have different pair of scissors like i always have my little right. stash of con too sometimes they sit in the garage for a while they do get a little bit rusty or yeah, uh, yeah. you just haven't used it for a while and forgot what's their condition and then when you start using it it's like oh snap i like to unpack and repack my entire setup for each convention because 
sometimes you will be so sure that you put your toolbox in there yeah. and you forgot, oh, right, I put yeah. it this other place because of some circumstance I forgot about. Yeah. So I like to unpack everything and make sure I'm only really taking what I really need and a few backups. I used to yeah. take way too much and it, it gets stressful that way. Yeah, but I, I will always say, again, it's time management. It's like yes. sometimes things just go wrong. Mm-hmm. No matter how good you prepare yeah. and cover everything, something just unexpected and it happens, happens to so everybody. I, yeah, mm-hmm. so I will always say never do anything last minute. Even set up if they have like you can set up in the morning to evening. Don't wait until evening to do set up right. because sometimes when you start doing set up, you realize, oops, certain thing is not working. Yeah. Something broke. You have or to do a last I minute target forgot. I thought I had packed that thing, so you have to do last minute patching and stuff. So I will always say give yourself enough breathing room in case of emergency and mm-hmm. accident it happen mm-hmm. that's really important yeah as far as my advice i would say keep in mind when you're at a convention that it's a rare opportunity that you'll have lots and lots of time to chat with friends you already know and eat and go around and look at things. But what you won't have a lot of time to do is to talk with these people who are here for this convention. So if you have a chance to go around and see other people's work and find out about artists you might not have known about and maybe talk to them and make a connection, that's so, so valuable. And um, I think the other thing with conventions is keep in mind that you will be in a strained or a delicate headspace. So you might be feeling extra emotional or you might be feeling extra introverted or sensitive. And if you're not feeling well inside, it's okay to go and take a breather and get yourself some water and just remind yourself it's not as big a deal as it feels like. I feel like because you've worked so hard for so long, you might be extra stressed. You Mm -hmm. might be like, there's so much writing on this. And if anything goes wrong, I'm just going to freak out, you know, (laughs) but it's okay. Everyone, like Alina said, everyone has things go wrong. Just learn to laugh it off and move on. And, you know, Mm -hmm. if you need your friend to give you like, okay, give me a quick pep talk. Okay, good. Let's go. You know, and also say sometimes occasionally there will be a con that you think you prep really well and it doesn't turn out and result is not what you expected. It, right. might not, it might be less than you expected and you feel dejected, but yeah, that's not the end of it. the day. It's like, okay, you feel bad. It's like, no one wants to have a bad experience for right. anything you work right. hard, but that's always, okay, that's still next time, that's mm-hmm. still next year, that's still the next con. And you learn from those. Yeah. That's yeah. how you decide and what conventions to keep unpredictable. doing. Or... And at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter which artist objective a convention. It is a little bit of a retail space, so mm-hmm. sometimes you feel that, oh, I don't sell too well, don't take that too personally. In the beginning, yeah. sometimes I it take can, it personally. It can feel personal. Yeah, because but, well, sometimes you think that what people what people want sometimes isn't what yeah. you thought they wanted. But the valuable thing there is if you're like, wow, I put all my energy into this one series. It didn't sell very well. In fact, it tanked and this was a big loss of money. Don't feel like, oh, what a waste. Oh, this is the worst thing mm-hmm. ever. Think, okay, what can I learn from this? So yeah. maybe next time I can try a different style or right. try a more variety instead of putting it all into one thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Or, or try yeah. paring it down. If your convention setup is overwhelming and busy and cluttered, maybe you need to take away some things, you yeah. know, and simplify. Just yeah. you're, you're learning every time. So it's never a waste, even if the convention is a bust, even if you lose money, even yeah. if it was the worst weekend and you got sick after, you always learn something from it. Which yeah. sometimes you, it's true. the reward <laughs> true. is not necessary financial sometimes you just meet really great people yes. make new friends that's and that's very valuable, valuable. Yeah. i remember one of my worst convention to 
today is the baby convention because I totally the wrong type of convention. I don't even know what I it is a baby those. con. <laughs> Apparently, it's like family planning and stuff. I was oh, expecting oh, yeah. I can. Oh, you thought like for babies' rooms? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, babies' room decoration, QC, and yeah, I go like there. A, like a design convention for, for like yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah, end up it's like family planning, health insurance, oh, banking, different. and stuff. But there's a couple of artists there, so we all cover. Like, Oops, we go to the wrong type of convention. <laughs> Not what we think. Right. But then I end up. I met a baby photographer. She specialized in taking baby picture, and she do adorable photography. And we end up become really good friends, and we start partner do project together. I don't do photography. She like to integrate illustration with photography, so we become partner, and then we become really really good friends. So some it's like that convention. I didn't make any money yeah. because it's completely the wrong platform. But then I make a really good friend. So yeah. that. That's like we still laugh it off today. It's like remember the baby convention. <laughs> like ever our friend asked, "How do you guys meet?" It's like a baby convention. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it, it sounds cute. <laughs> it wasn't cute. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. Is more than anything, yeah. the person-to-person connections yeah. that you make at a convention, mm-hmm. be they to people who can eventually give you jobs, or to fans, or to other artists, yeah, or just, or just meet friendship. people, just yeah, good friendships. Just make good friendships. That's the really valuable yeah. thing because you can sell stuff online yeah you know you don't have to go in person to do that but just take advantage of the time to talk to people yeah it's nice mm-hmm. to get out of the studio and meet people yeah i think for my advice i would say take care of yourself yeah yes and one of the best ways to do that is to get sleep mm-hmm. like and you are going to be and bring snacks like high you, protein snacks yes you are going to be tempted to, like when I first started doing cons, you meet people, you meet some cool people that you've wanted to meet for so yeah. long, you know, because you've read their webcomic online or you've seen their cartoon or whatever, and you're going to want to party with them yeah. all night. Yeah, don't party. Do not conventions. party. You know, I have gone where I'm like drinking till three o'clock. No, it's bad. And then the next day you are wrecked. Yeah. I mean, it's already so stressful anyway, you know, you to your party body on and mind, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah party Sunday night. But... If you're partying till three, four in the morning and then you're rolling in the next day, it's your yeah. con is going to be so wrecked. And do not eat the con food because no. not only is it going to be bad for you, it's expensive and your profits are going to go to that make, $10 hot dog make or sandwiches. $15 pizza. Yeah. Make sandwiches. I like to bring nuts and yeah. Yeah. you know some granola bars. Yeah, and bring water. Don't drink soda because that's going to yeah. spike you. I used to drink Starbucks, but that has so much I sugar. I do take in. a yeah. double shot around four just because oh. I need it like an adrenaline yeah. shot. I mean, it's not, I'm not proud of that, but I, I need it. So. If I need coffee, I'll <laughs> take it without sugar. And usually I hate doing that, but... Sugar will spike you, and then you are dead. Yeah, sugar crash is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, just take care of yourself oh, and so don't fresh overdo fruit it. Too. Yeah, fresh yeah. fruit is like great. Banana, apple, fresh fruit's great. Bananas, yeah. grapes, and so apples are wonderful. Anything like portable uh-huh. because yeah. they're healthy. They yeah. they fill you up, but without crashing your system yes. at the end. Oh, and also bring hand sanitizer because you're going to be shaking or I try and do the fist bump for most of my, you know, handshakes. I feel like fist bump is outside of my spectrum of what I do. Yeah, but but when you shake someone's hand and you can just feel the sticky. Uh, I know. know, (laughs) Definitely wash your hands a lot. I the hand sanitizer immediately. So I'm constantly after every, because, you know, you've heard the stories and it's happened to all of us, I'm sure. The con crud, con SARS, whatever you want to call it. Oh, no. Yeah. do not want to get that. Because you're immune also, system. One thing is jacket. I, that's yeah, one convention. Yeah, it's often very cold. In I there. didn't oh, bring right. a warm enough jacket, and I did crank up the AC after the convention. I was sick for a month mm-hmm. yeah. because I catch a 
cold. And then there's nothing you can yeah. do. You're stuck at it. And that time is I was at a out of state con, so it's not like I can go home and grab a jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. My jacket is not warm enough. It's like, it's hot outside, but the inside, and when you're traveling, the AC you have to is really cold. That the so definitely the appropriate clothing. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I've done that before where you think it's going to be warm and you either you forget that the place you're going to is yeah. not the same as California or the yeah. place you're from. And also, or they, or they crank up the AC. The AC. A lot of the mm-hmm. time, AC I've is high and then you get catch a cold mm-hmm. and then after that, you're already stressed at convention. Yeah. You don't, yeah. even though you don't party, you work so hard, you probably doesn't yeah. have the really good sleep for mm-hmm. a few days. Your immune and... is already a little bit not the best. Right. And then if you catch a cold or something, it just your body yeah. just has no defense. Yeah, oh, it and the week before really the convention, hard. I like to go really hard with some immune boosting supplements. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like vitamin C, I'll take like some emergency daily and just try and do everything you can to keep Mm -hmm. your immune system strong. Yeah. With me, I have special diets. I would like do those high immune system boost diet just to be okay. That bland food, but I know it would keep my body strong through the before and after. Yeah. And if you can get help, do get help with your convention setup. Mm-hmm. Like if a family member is willing to help you set up, don't be too proud to accept that because once you get there, you will be so glad to have a helper. Mm-hmm. So if, if a friend is willing to help you, it makes a big difference to yeah. have help. So I have even started, you know, hiring helpers because I just, I need that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so much better than doing it alone. I mean, you can yeah. do it alone, but it's just a lot harder and it's a lot more fun with a friend oh, yeah. or yeah. with a family member helping you out. I don't think I could do it so anymore just I can't because anymore. once you've had help yeah and once your booth gets to a certain, it gets to a certain size level, it's just yeah. very hard to do it yeah. by yourself yeah the loading and unloading the and yeah. having a friend it helps everything. with everything I yeah. think it helps with you I have my friend Tony will come with me sometimes and she's the best because she will remind me when to eat Right. And get me water and mm-hmm. is so considerate of like if she can see that I'm getting stressed out, she'll be like, hey, why don't you take a little walk? I'll right. watch things here, you know, mm-hmm. so it's invaluable. If- yeah. And it's nice if they will hand <laughs> like my booth buddy, he'll handle the transactions. Yeah. So that you can talk with so people. So you can talk with people if you're signing stuff, if you're doing yeah, things. You want to take really time to personalize yeah, the book and do a little sketch or yeah, something. It, your mind is not in that space. Yeah. And I'll yeah. just, when I was doing it myself, I know I would not charge someone something. Or, you know, give something away well, accidentally. Well, I turned around yeah. and gave someone's car to somebody else. And she's oh. like, um, excuse me, I need, that's mine. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I am so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's better if you can allow yeah. someone else to yeah. take the yeah. bulk yeah, of that kind sure. of work. Because it is, it's just a wonderful, rare opportunity to meet people face to face and talk about cool art. Yeah. And you want to do everything you can to make that the best experience mm-hmm. for them right. and for you. That is fantastic. Well, Alina, Casey, Jeff, thank you. Thank you, so guys. Much. Thank you. This was fun. All having this us. wonderful information. Very much appreciate it. I know that all the fans out there are going to really appreciate listening to it, too. I know that's going to help me out a lot, just on a personal level, and that will help everyone <laughs> so else. So many little tricks. So many it things. It was fun venting a little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with when, you do enough, con when you do enough conventions, you'll have funny stories to share, yeah, and things yeah. are like, oh, that. Oh, man. <laughs> but it's so worth it, really. Yeah. It's a, it's so fun. Do it. Yep. Excellent. Well, thanks, everybody. Thank you. And that concludes our interview with Alina Chow, Casey Robin, and Jeff Schutze. Special thanks to everyone for being such wonderful convention roundtable guests. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a review in iTunes. All of your reviews help more people to find out about the show. And you can also support the show by visiting www.theanimatedjourney.com and clicking on the PayPal donation button on the right-hand side. 
All of your donations help us to pay for the technical costs associated with running the podcast. And make sure to check out everything that is going on in the world of animation by visiting our Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash theanimatedjourney. On Tumblr, the site is theanimatedjourney.tumblr.com. And on Instagram and Twitter, the handle is at animjourney. And you can check out what Jeff has been up to lately by visiting his website, www.jeffbot.com. That's J-E-F-B-O-T dot com. On Tumblr, the site is jeffbot.tumblr.com. On Twitter, the handle is at jeffbot. And on Instagram, the handle is at shootsy. And that's S-H-O-O-T-Z-E-E. And to see what I've been up to lately, you can visit my website, www.sketchysoul.com. On Tumblr, the site is sketchysoul.tumblr.com. And on Instagram, the handle is at sketchysoul. So thank you to everyone for listening. And until next time, be encouraged and have a great day, everybody. Bye.